Big announcement today at the football club. Holden come on as the major sponsor for the next few years. This is big. It just it just adds to the to the list of verified stereotypes surrounding Collingwood and its supporters. But it's certainly uh, a glimpse into the future, as has been the last week on field against Sydney. Another unfortunate loss, but not one that we take in our stride. GC, what did you think of the game? Oh, well, it was almost another. It was in, in, in this group of our honourable losses, which is better than our dishonourable losses. So it was another one, I think, a, a little bit like probably more akin to the Hawthorne game where I think we probably had the better of the game and we kicked ourselves out of it. Um, I thought we had some really promising stuff from some of our kids, uh, but it was disappointing at the end of the day. What did you think of it, Magpie Girl? And, and what did you think of uh, the SCG um, from what we could see, obviously, through the uh, through the television? Um, well, look, it was a tense sort of game to watch. Um, and um, a bit frustrating, I suppose. Uh, could have gone either way. Um, seemed to be a really slippery surface. Um, yeah, look, it was just... It was a bit, you sort of just knew in the last couple of minutes they weren't going to pull it off. They just rushed things again and panicked a bit. And um, I don't think I've ever seen a more disappointed Buckley than in that press conference after the game. He was really gutted by that loss and um, just seemed to be one that he felt more than all the others. I think it, it seemed to me like his dejection sort of came from, you know, just this understanding that, hey, now these losses are going to define our season. And that's not the type of person he is, um, what type of coach he wants to be. That's how it looked, looked, looked uh, from my perspective. What are your thoughts? Um, I, I think he was just really disappointed um, and, and, and maybe for the first time really showed a bit of frustration. You know, yeah. he's been really... Um, I think he's been very in his, and, and really honest in his yep. um, uh, approach to the, the losses. Um, but this time, oh, yeah, I just, I just I felt that he was really disappointed this time. It was almost like this one he felt like really was within our grasp and, yeah. and the I think- we lost it, yeah. Yeah. And also, I think also because, I mean, he has he has set a benchmark of saying we want to play finals this year. That was the aim. That was his aim, and this was the realization. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was this was the, like the final throw. That it, would, it had become unlikely, but now it's it's almost certain. So it was like this is this is the last chance we have to fulfil the aim of the year. And he, you, interestingly, he said, you know, they played it as if it were final. So yep. that maybe that's heightened the disappointment for him, yeah. It certainly had that atmosphere about it and we certainly had our chances to win. Did you get the chance to see him on uh, on the couch uh, on Monday night, GC? No, no, I missed that. Well, look, I'll, I'll just, just to sum up, it was really... It, as as all interviews with Bucks are, they're, they're all very enlightening, and he and he works um, the media well. But he was very honest, and 
you could you could see that dejection and that disappointment on his face. And the one thing he said was, whilst obviously the club believes it's in the right direction, the truth is, um, if results don't come, then obviously, um, you know, something has to change. And I think that he's very aware of his position that it may very quickly become untenable at some point next season if those results start showing. Um, so well and truly come next year, I think that um, the, the, the pressure certainly starts to mount. Oh, yeah. He's a perfectionist anyway, and he would want that for himself regardless. Definitely. Yeah. I think I think next year is a next year is a it's a non-negotiable of we have to improve and you know we probably really have to make finals if you I mean he's as much as there's sort of riders and everything on why we've gone down in his tenure we have gone down every year yeah if you've been at a club for five years you can't you cannot continue to keep going down and just say well, believe in me he has to mm. he, he's had the time to do what he needs to do now he has to come up and. If he's going to make it as a coach, next year is crucial for him. Yeah, it's just it's just such a fickle game. Football, one goal extra against Richmond, and you probably win. A couple of a couple of goals against Hawthorne, you know, we should have converted. You probably win. You probably win the Sydney game, given the amount of opportunities. You know, if you if you add those three on, that's three more wins against top eight teams. You've then beaten half the top eight as opposed to what currently stands as one of the top eight. Um, and you're perceived very differently. The, the question, has, the question that, I, that I'd like that I'd like to pose to you, GC, and, and to you, Magpie Girl, is: Have we improved from last year? Where last year, I think we beat six of the top eight, missed out on finals, similar run home injuries. But have we improved? Because that, I think, is the question on on most supporters' minds. I oh, look. I think we have, and I think I think if you just t- took the sort of thing of saying ladder position and that you can say well you haven't but um i think the performance i think the quality of our performance in our losses is much better i think yep. it's reflected in our percentage it's reflected in that we've pushed teams like Hawthorne on that where we look like absolute bunnies against them last year and i think and i think we should have improved because last year we were we had a much worse injury run so mm-hmm. and i if even if we finish 10 or 11 wins I think undoubtedly our performance looks better and it's open for people who want to criticise because they want to criticise to say we're no better. But I think anyone who really wanted to be a bit analytical and and sort of objective about it would say Collingwood looked better this year than they did last year. Mm. And, and, and the fact is we've also done it with, with a younger team while blooding a lot of young players. So, look, I think there's a lot to take away from this season. And speaking of some of those young players, Jordan Tagoe got his... Uh, a just reward, um, finally. It only took 20 rounds this season, but he's just reward for his Rising Star nomination, which is just excellent. Um, and the first of many accolades. Um, but he was just one of the, the few shining lights. Him, Darcy Moore, um, who is is a real goer and is really trying his best and and um, looks about 5% off really just destroying a game. And, um, you know, even the inclusion of, of Jonathan Marsh. I mean, those are three guys that... Yeah, you've got you've got to you've got to look at this season and say, hey, it's, this is about these guys and what they've done. I, I think absolutely true. I think I think the goey, the thing I like the thing I like to see when I look at a highly rated youngster is they don't have to do a whole lot, but they have to do a few things that you think, oh, that's a little bit special. That's not what your average player does. And that that um, you know kick that he got smother and then he 
he grabbed it Follow again it and the mm. tight left foot snap for goal that goes through. All right. That's just something that's a bit intuitive, a bit just a special player does that. And he do, he's done those things through the year, you know, taking a, a mark that you didn't expect him to take and that. And that's going to feed on to the future. So I think that's a really – and I think Darcy Moore's in the same thing. And I think Marsh was – Marsh Marsh took the game on. He did a few things where he created he, – he looked like a much, much more mature player than he is. Yep. And uh, I, that's what I really like to see in those young blokes. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly looks he like a player. In that second half, didn't he? He really – Put his stamp on the game. It was terrific. Mm. Oh, I think he looks he looks exciting. Mm. Definitely, very very exciting footballer. And look, in that and, and that doesn't take away from the other guys who've debuted this year, Maynard, Sharonberg, um, all all these all those five names could quite comfortably be in two years in our best twenty two with you know plus sixty games of experience and really looking at a quite a strong core for a premiership run. And I think that's what we sort of have to take away from from this year. Disappointing, should have made finals, but, you know, we've got to take the positive, which is, you know, the talent that we have is starting to develop um, and uh, and it'll come good at some point. Yeah, and Jack Crisp is the other one because I think he's just been such a success story. But he had, I think he dropped, just dropped off a little bit the last few weeks, but I thought he was back to near his best on uh, against the Swans. Um He's he's going to be a really solid player for us for a long time, and I didn't I didn't have him marked down as a star of the year. What about <laughs> What's the story with him? He just didn't get into the game the other night. Pendles. Yeah. Yeah, he's just off off a little bit at the moment. I think there's some people think he's carrying an injury. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. He just yeah. uh, Swan is coming and. In behind him, I think the, the one thing I'm thinking is interesting is the Copeland at the moment, which I reckon is a race between Swan and Pendlebury. And I think Swanee might just have sort of ranged up on the outside of him at the moment. And it might be down to these last couple of weeks. And I, I think Swanee could even snag a, with a couple of couple of BOGs and he'll be an All-Australian, I reckon. He's had a couple of fantastic weeks. <laughs> he, he certainly powered through this back half of the season and hit some... Absolute top form. The other one I like for the Copeland will be a roughie, um, but will certainly pull very well. Uh, Travis Varco. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. absolutely. Has, been, has been an insanely consistent performer um, this year. Has shown an edge um, that I never thought him to have as a, as a Geelong player. Um, and and I, it, it, there's even a leadership factor about him. You know, he, mm. he just looks like, you know, he's a leader out there and he's taken that mantle on. Um, He's been a touch undisciplined in the last couple of games. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think I think he's imposing himself on the game, probably going that little bit extra. He's a bit more mature and a bit older, and he's probably always seen himself as a more skill base. And this year, he said to himself, "Well, actually, I can tackle a few blokes, and and while I'm there, I'll give him this odd like a clip." I think he gave that young Clem Smith against Carlton and gave him a, uh, you know, he just. Hit him a little bit late and got that fifty meter penalty, but it was it wasn't Travis Varco of Geelong doing that. No, definitely not. Speaking of uh, speaking of hits, Nathan Brown got off with a weak uh, right call, wrong call, and what were your thoughts on the situation? Oh, I take the weak every time. Absolutely, think, uh, you know he was. He, oh, I don't think it was a terrible thing, and oh, and as much as they carried on a bit about um, Parker, who who I love, and he's tough, but. He, he clearly it looked like a bad hit, but he wasn't hit 
hard in the head. So he wasn't yeah. concussed or anything, and that's why he jumped up straight away, which I think went in, in you know, in uh, Brownie's favour. Um, but it was a bit crude. So, you know, take the week and move on. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know what? It, it 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 shouldn't be a blemish on Brown, who's had such a really good season. Um, who I hope will uh, be considered all says all Australian. I think he's conceded twenty three goals within eighteen games this year, which is just staggering considering he plays on the best forward yeah. every week. Um, yeah. Really, really good form. And and mind you, to think that you know there were little rumours this week about Jake Carlisle coming in. There are a few people who would mention that you know Brown would go out for Carlisle. I think that people are a bit deluded. Brown's the the cornerstone of that back line at the moment. Um, so who will come in for Brown? Uh, in the event that someone like Jake Carlisle crossed over. Well, this in, week. Uh, yeah, this this, this week. oh sorry this week this week look you know what, if if it was me and we're playing Richmond and I'm having a look at their lineup I'd think to myself you probably don't need to bring a tall in. You probably don't even need to bring... I, I think Goldsack today has been officially ruled out of all football yeah. for the weekend. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. He's and, been nursing knee tendonitis, I think. Yeah. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Matt Scharenberg brought back uh, and, and see Marsh take on uh, a tall role like he has been in the VFL. I think it's I think it's sort of the... Um, yeah, you know, sort of the role definitely played in the VFL and, and something that maybe Bucks would want to try out. But then again, he's been quite successful off the halfback line. Mm. Uh, what do uh, you think, Jess? Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. I think I'd love to see Sharon Berg have another game, and um, and and I'd also love to see Paddy Carnesis get a run this week too. I think Jeez. we we need. <laughs> you know, you can only. I mean, I think he had 30 posies and two goals, even though we lost in the VFL. But he's doing that week in, week out. He, he must get a game. He, we just need to see what he does. He deserves This is the argument that I made for Jesse White. Jesse White had seven shots on goal, and I think could have had, I think could have had six goals uh, within a quarter and a half of football. You know, the guy has is doing all he can at VFL level. And mind you, he's under contract for next year. This isn't a guy who's going to get delisted yeah. or traded. We're not going to pay him out. No, he's so, next year. So. You've you've got to see what he can do within within the system with him. you know especially considering you've now got Reed and Cloak playing football. This yeah. is yeah, this is something it's a time to try it. Do you think they'll put Reed down the back? They could, but uh, I think I think what Mighty T said. I think I I mean from a supporter's point of view, I'd love to see because we've all wanted to see. Well, a lot of us wanted to see what Reed Cloak and Jesse White as the floater does, mm. and then. I think now I'd love to see because I'm I'm a Marsh fan I, and I just thought his aerial work in the VFL is very good and I think he can he can he I'd love to see him on Jack Rewald because he's about the same size and I think his pace and all that sort of thing I mean he's got the attributes that would make him a good opponent for Rewald yeah. and you know that I think that's that's the way I'd go this week that's, and that's the matchup that I was thinking of. Pardon? That's the matchup that I would be considering, yeah. and 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 even though it's a big challenge against a you know two-time Coleman medalist, um, that the it, it it's such a, it's going to be such a great learning experience for him. Um, and and, and Rewalt's not tall. Rewalt's not a big man, and no, Marsh has got pace. So Marsh has got the sort of he's got the right attributes to play against a bloke of that size. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it. Um, it even works in our favour because I don't see Richmond as being an overly tall uh, a team with an overly tall forward structure. Um, so, 
considering the Brown is out and he's probably the most cumbersome of our defenders, not that he's, you know, um, uh, a liability in that area. But if you're looking at, you know, Frost, Tuvi, you know, uh, Marsh, very athletic back six um, coming up for this this week's game. And hopefully Sharambu can get a, get a little run. Yeah, yeah. Disappointing to see the VFL side lose, though, especially from a position of strength. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. But, uh, GC, have you, have you had a look at it? And what are your thoughts over that? I've only read the reports, and it seems we just we faded badly in the last quarter, and um, that was disappointing. Um, because a lot of the, a lot of the, the well, the reports say a lot of the you know blokes that we'd like to see up and about were you know Kinesis Kennedy, um, and uh, Sharon Berg, and White were all prominent wits. You know, I heard um, actually Trade Draft wasn't a big rep for his last quarter, but he, he was I think he was named our best almost. So yeah. all those guys are pushing up, but uh, yeah, it was a bad loss in the end. It would be good, it'd be good to see us in, in, you know, play, play VFL finals. Um, we've certainly played like a top four side, and this is a point to lose in, in that manner. Um, but even that experience would be great for, for a young list. And I think mm-hmm. that guys like Reed, uh, Marsh will obviously be available for VFL finals, considering they've played the majority of the season. And I think they qualify. Um, so the guys that certainly need, you know, need to keep up continuity in games will, will certainly be there come finals time, even though the AFL side might finish. Um, a little mm. early this year. Yeah, the other the other one on against Sydney, I think we should really. I mean, we, I know we mentioned briefly, but we should highlight was I thought Darcy Moore to start poorly because he didn't have a great first quarter and a half, and then he then he really for a young bloke to sort of put that behind him and come on, and he really made a he was an influencing player in that game, and and he's so athletic, he just uh, he just looks exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, I even liked his, his distribution of the ball. Um, I think it was early in the game where he took the mark out, so if he lowered his eyes and he spotted up Pendles, you know, and that's not a lot of tall. You know, I know it's a small thing, but a lot of tall forwards, if you look oh. at the cloaks of the world, wheel onto the right and bang inside fifty as deep as you can. Mm. Um, that shows it, it. Just it just shows a bit of composure and measure and football intelligence. Or well, was it Swanee? Was it was it one he kicked to Swanee in the goal square? It might have even been Swanee in the goal square. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, yeah, he was yeah, absolutely just. Uh, he's got he's he doesn't get a lot of possessions, but God, he looks uh, smart, he doesn't when he yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of attributes. Mm. So turning our attention to this week's game, um, it is going to be uh, it's always a fun, it's always a fun game against Richmond, um, mm. and I do and I do like playing them, and I do love the idea that we could really just spoil their party. Um, and, yes. and and put a little uh, put a little dent into the armor coming into their little finals campaign. What are your thoughts coming into this weekend, and what are some of our expectations? Well, I think we 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 touched on the. Um, I'd love to see see. I'd love. It's it's always easy to put players in, but I would like to see Jesse White. I'd like to see Carnesis, and I'd like to see Sharonberg, just because they're blokes that we need just need to know more about. Um, but the Probably the biggest thing I'd love to see the the three big blokes operate for the first time in an AFL match together and see what they can do. Yep. It's going to it's going to suit Jesse White, I'm sure. Um, and and Carnesis is the other one. I don't know how how we quite fit him in, but 
just, uh, and, and the other thing, there's a bit of talk about him leaving, which I'm not sure how true that is, but I just think you want to say, let's get it, give him a chance and see what he can do. Absolutely. Look, he's, look, it seems like he's deserved it. He's certainly worked hard enough in the VFL. Um, and you, you have to reward that. Um, you have to reward that effort. And I'd like to see him come in. I would like to see Jesse White play. Sharon Berg, I think, as I said before, would come in for Brown. Who goes out? Look, it, it, it's tough, you know, because, I mean, I, 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 str- I do struggle to take names out of the side because it's not a case of everyone's been amazing and that's why we're such a good team and we can't drop anyone. But the players that you'd look at omitting really should stay in the side either for the sake of experience or the sake of continuity in their football. Mm. Um so it, it, it still becomes a tough task. And, and Bucks has come out this week and said, look, we're going to pick out this 22. doesn't yeah. matter our position, and we're going to try and win the game. It's a great attitude to have. Yep. So Brown's out. You've got one out. and um, So they're not really about um, – if he's saying that, then they're not about experimenting. Um, or tanking, no. Yeah. So, um, um, you, I think those other blokes you can make an argument for – for the good of the team, too. All of them, you could say, well, have deserved a spot. It's not yeah. not putting someone in just who hasn't been playing well. Yeah. They're all playing well in the BFL. I mean, if I was taking someone out, it'd probably end up being someone like Greenwood. Um, and, and that's not because, you know, not, not a knock on him. I don't think he's been terrible. Um, but I think that it'd be, be, it'd be more beneficial to him to play a full game of VFL football and play VFL finals and, and do that this year and, and hit 2016 ground running. Um, then 15, 20 minutes on the sub vest and, and try and be a player he isn't. He's not an impact player. He's not a burst player. Um, he's a grinder, tough player. So um, that, that's that's one that I'd potentially look at for someone like Paddy Kay who you know can have that impact if he is the sub and, and has a little bit of X factor about him um, and, and can create a lot more. So that's 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 potentially one. Um, but you know it's uh, it's it's certainly interesting at the selection table. Yeah. That's why we're glad we're not selectors. <laughs> Absolutely right. Uh, despite uh, how maligned he is, Alan Tuvi notches up his 150th this week. And for for uh, for a guy who was taken as a rookie pick to end up as a, a premiership player and a 150-game player for the club is um, such a magnificent achievement. Oh, yeah. And, and maligned he should not be because he's definitely best 22. What he does, you know, his seniority, his hardness at the ball – and he does create. He creates a. There's a lot of times he hits contests really hard and picks out balls that we wouldn't get and Definitely. create something. He does turn over the odd one, but uh, his positives. He's well outweigh the negatives, and I think he's been. Uh, you know, he's just been an ornament to our team, and um, he's definitely still best twenty-two. Don't tip out. You know, you know, we've got a young back line. You don't. Browns out this week. Two of you will be the guiding light down there this yeah. weekend. And the young blokes will learn so much from watching how he goes about it. Well, you know what? He has been an ornament of our team. And, and look, um, I think it's his spot until someone legitimately takes it from him. Yep, yep. And uh, we've said the same about Blair. We've said the same about Goldsack this year. So um, someone's got to want it enough and someone's got to be good enough. But Tuves, congratulations. I may not be your biggest fan, but um, I'm certainly happy with what you do. Uh, for the club, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great achievement, definitely. What was the um, uh, feeling about McCaffrey's return? Uh, it, 
it seemed fairly subdued from what I could see. I think the, the main positive was that he got through the game unscathed. He got some early clearances, I heard. Well, I haven't seen the match, but so he seems to have been out and about. But I mean, he's, he's you know, he's he's just going to have a few games to warm up for next year. That's yeah. all. I'm That's another one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not much yeah. else to expect. You're not going to expect anything more from him at the no, moment. Not this year, no. Well, we are running. We are running out of time this evening, um, so I will start to to wrap up. I will say, um, please keep in tune. Magpie Girl has uh, been hard at work organising another exclusive interview, um, and uh, any hints on when that might be uh, available for us, Magpie Girl? Uh, the end of next week. End of next week. So keep in tune. This is a, another, another very special guest. No hints this week. Um, but uh, certainly an interview that we worth listening to, as they all are. And you can find them all archived in the uh, exclusive interviews thread, stickied at the top of uh, the Collingwood board. Yeah, is that correct, Magpie Girl? In the Magpie Nest. In the Magpie Nest. Yeah. What a great advertisement that was. <laughs> 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 uh, we, Get out we, more. <laughs> Absolutely. So we've got TD's rant coming up as well, don't we, Magpie Girl? Yeah, we do. He's, um, I don't know what he's done, but you know TD. And congratulations to DD on his 60,000 60, 60, posts. 60,000 posts, two, two appearances on Holy Street. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a star he is. TD is just the man of the people at the moment. And, uh, <laughs> Just tearing it up. So uh, the man about Collingwood to... Town. That's that's it. We 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 all bask in his uh, in his reflected glory. So <laughs> no, he's uh, he's done he's done well, Teddy. I look forward to post seventy thousand, which should be in a couple of months. I imagine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Magpie Girl, for coming on. Uh, thanks, Mighty T. Always a pleasure. And thank you, GC. And thanks, Mighty T. And I concur with your thoughts. Let's uh, destroy Richmond's party. <laughs> Let's, let, let's crash the party. That's always fun. That would be nice. Yep. Yeah, this is the Mighty T signing out. Go Pies. This is Trade Drafts. Um, around 20 Ren Rent. And, well, there's only one really thing I can really rant about this week, which is our goal kicking. As we know, we saw against the Swans that we probably outplayed them for the longer time but yet again we have small scoring shots and we lose and some of the corporates were Penbury had a shocking game last kicked one free and just wasn't himself for Solo and Elliot had well Houghton had plenty of shots but again shanked everything more he kicked one and one he should have kicked on the angle, but seems to struggle a little bit in his goal kicking on the angle. But you know, he's out in the arc, he's really good. But and then there's probably another one that would have liked him to kick, likes him to kick. But the efforts there, you can definitely tell the efforts there because we're competing and not letting teams get away with us like we did. Like a little bit last year when we played Brisbane and Essen, we got flogged in both games, absolutely flogged. And, effort was not there and we just gave up on those games and lost accordingly. Well the only game we could have in this year was against um, Melbourne which we were absolutely pathetic against. Pathetic. Had no effort, didn't try. You just, you just had to watch the game when they played um, the Western Bulldogs 
They made him look food right. And they knocked us off. Not good enough. Not good enough. And they came, but rest of the season, been great. Oh, so hopefully we have three games left against Richmond, Geelong, Nesson. Hopefully we can win one out of the Richmond and Geelong game and at least get a good scalp for the year. And then hopefully we can smash the Peptide Bombers in the last game by 100-plus like they have the last few years. But that's my rant, so I'll see you next week. <laughs>